Well, hey guys, welcome back to another Anglin News KZN Fishing Report. I am your host, Vinesh Green. Now, it has been hot, it has been cooking, it has been northeasterly. But with that, there has been a lot of fish on our entire coastline. We are still getting personal bears from majority of the anglers that are out there and putting in their time. And that's not just on that rock and surf end. It's on the offshore end. It's on the yellowfish end. It's on the bass end. Guys, can KZN is absolutely fantastic right now because this summer has not failed to deliver with the species that were expected. It's just we didn't expect it to be in this abundance. Guys, there are so many sand sharks out there. There are gray sharks. There are diamonds. There are honeycombs. There are still uh, the cub that's on the bite. On your offshore side, kuta are growing by the week. There are still dorado and we have had a snook fest of note. So guys, though that's on your saltwater side. I mean, on your freshwater side, whether it's bass, whether it's carp, whether it's trout, or whether it's yellowfish, we have it. So it's all great. It's all amazing. It is all super fantastic. And we are going to tell you where to get it right here on the show. But before we do, special thanks to our sponsors, The Kingfisher. And these are the stores where you can go and get rigged up for the summer species. The Kingfisher are the leading fishing tackle specialist. We stock gear for every facet of fishing, from carp to cooter, marlin to trout. Basically, everything. We have stores across KZN, from Toti to Salt Rock, Durban to Peter Maritzburg. You can also find us online at kingfisher.co.za. Thank you, the Kingfisher. Guys, they really do have everything. I was there again today. I have done my report with Ray Thompson. So if you want to check that out, make sure to check it out on our YouTube channel where Ray is giving us his predictions for this week. Now, speaking of predictions for this week, we have our reporters with what's been going on over the past week and what you can expect for this weekend because after... More northeasterlies, we finally are getting into a westerly. I mean, that was coming through at 10 o'clock tonight. I am now recording this. It is Friday morning, actually, 12.21. So, yeah, fresh report coming out straight to you with everything that I've heard over this past week, uh, especially what happened down at the basin this afternoon. So that's we're going to get into that later on as we get into the Durban report. But for now, we are kicking it off with our South Coast guru, Adam, who's talking about that non-ed fest once again. Guys, here is Adam with his report of this week from the Lower South Coast. Good day, Vinesh. I hope you're doing well. And I hope all of our listeners have had a really good week. So things are finally starting to get into a bit more of a pattern we used to. We're having a bit more of a westerly wind starting to come through for this weekend. So hopefully things can get back to normal because... Again, just to repeat this, it is unheard of the amount of easterly winds we've had the last, I would say, months. It's just we're running out of fingers and toes here, Vinesh, but it looks like things are slowly starting to get back to normal. We've also definitely had, I would say, quite a bit of a period now. We've had a lot of brown water sticking around. And obviously, with all these easterly winds, it's just never, ever going to really settle. So let's see what this weekend brings. Hopefully, it is going to definitely change. But that being said, the guys that have been making lemonade out of lemons with this brown water have been rewarded. So we've had a lot of our local guys from Nathan to Ampete to Les, Viotian, Chap Rainier, JP Billy, all of these chaps going out 
And they've been rewarded with non-eds from duskies to hammers to hounds to sandies to lessers. You know, it's really been all over the show. We've had a pick handle down potted with a really, really nice size. But also we've had surprisingly quite a lot of lemon bream. We've had some rubber lips, weirdly. And we've had a bit of normal bronze bream coming out and a few black tails here and there. The shad are definitely still hard to find at this stage. And the ones that have been puzzling the guys especially with their baits, have been the smaller size shad. You're more live bait size. So, yeah, it's definitely been still a non-edge showing. But with these days coming for this weekend with the westerly wind blowing, we might maybe just get a bit more non-edge fish and maybe some edible fish biting. So still a bit mixed bag at this stage because, again, it's just anything in the water is going to get picked up. And 90% of the time, I think at this stage, still definitely going to be a non-ed. But the guys have been trying around the Shelly Beach area, particularly in sort of late afternoon into the early evening, being rewarded with some nice lemon bream. We've had a few rubber lips popping up down on the Uvongo Manaba stretch and a few bronzies down in Ramsgate. So things have been a bit better if you wish to say that um but yeah but a, a spot that's always targeting or spots people have always targeted sort of edible fish in particular bronzies down in trafalgar has been very very quiet at this stage and um, there's just not much really happening down there port edward's been a bit up and down in terms of of eds and non-eds you know orange rocks some zombie stabel area it's sort of all over the show at this stage because i mean that brown water is kind of just engulf the whole of the lower coast with a few patches here and there of cleaner water but we all know that that lemon bream definitely does like a bit of a dirty water the rubber lips nice to see the bronzies in that mix though as well vanessa things are definitely kind of getting to that point where it's like okay great we're going to start getting some decent fish now just moving over to the weather quickly for the weekend starting on friday we have our regular and much missed southwest blowing between 20 and 40 k's per hour dropping right down saturday morning when it blows west till midday when it does turn to a bit of a southeast sunday we've got a west again in the morning and an east in the afternoon hovering at around 10k per hour mark picking up slightly obviously with that east later on Bit of a wave swell, though, quite high, though, for the weekend, Vanesh, with a three-meter swell predicted for Friday, as expected, obviously, with that southwester pumping. Dropping down Sunday, it's around 1.7, 1.8 meters, so the swell is going to be fairly big. The gap's not going to be too bad, and the water temperature has been fairly warm down on the side, sort of hovering between 22 and 24 degrees, but... I do suspect with this westerly and easterly mixing over the weekend, it's going to kind of just sit there or thereabout. It's not going to change too much. Um, it's kind of west in the morning, east in the afternoon. So definitely looks to be fishable this weekend, which is great news. And guys, also just one last thing on the bait side. If you are coming down to the coast, try and get your hands on some good bait. There is a little bit of a shortage at this stage of chocker, as we know. And in terms of mackerel and red eye, there's a bit floating around here and there, but not in terms of numbers. There's been a few bonnies out there, deep sea on the boats, but you can get your hands on some of those, definitely bring down to the coast if you are coming. So if you've got your hands on some fresh baits and you want to go for a nice pull, you want to get a nice decent fish, whether it be an ed or non-ed, I would definitely say come down to the south coast this weekend, but bring that fresh bait. You're definitely going to need fresh bait. That's going to help a lot. So otherwise, guys, I hope you have an awesome weekend, Vinesh. Take care. Let's see those catches and tight lines.
Thank you, Adam. Yes, it is certainly getting a lot better, my friend. I'm glad you have a variety of species because over the last couple of weeks, you were getting a bit restless, only reporting on those non-eds. So I'm glad there's a few other ones. And uh, yeah, you know what? That West is definitely going to bring through a little more of a variety of species. Now, guys, as a reminder, if you want to check out all these catches that Adam was talking about, it's all on our YouTube show. Adam's been exceptional in providing us with footage from the lower south coast. So, yeah, if you are heading out there, definitely go and watch that video. Now, let's move on down to Warner Beach and Amanz and Toti. We are with Gary, uh, reporting from that Ilovo stretch. And uh, yeah, Gary hasn't had too much to report on. However, he is pretty upset with the amount of guys that are still going on, you know, using crayfish, although the crayfish season is closed. So guys, here's Gary's report of Warner Beach and Amanz and Toti. Evening, chaps. It's Gary at uh, Milova Beach. <clears throat> yeah, the easterly wind is howling, so we as it did yesterday. I was going to go and put a reporter here in the mouth, but it would have flown back over my head, that little reporter. Yeah, not many reports of fish. Uh, a, a few a small sandy that's sort of sub two, uh, 10 kg size and uh, odd brown here and there. One, one sandy of 30 I heard of, but uh, stumpy here or there, but um, really, uh, you know, edible fish fry is a real lucky, lucky draw, you know, no sort of consistency in it. I did go to the river the one afternoon with the springs and uh, only had one, uh, uh, got one perch on the reporter. It was virtually the only fish I saw, you know, chopping and that. Not a, not a mullet jumping, decent mullet. There's lots of small fry, they're tiny, uh, which is what the perch are eating, but I think I think the the gillnetters at work again. When you don't see big mullet jumping, you know, doing that two or three series of jumps over the high tide, sort of late afternoon, then you know that you know, there's evil things afoot. Yeah. Other than that, uh, I heard there was some snook there of Uncle Mars. I haven't seen much activity here. Well, I haven't seen any snook activity. I did see the birds having a look at turns turning, turning there past the back line the other day when that water was clear and good warm. But uh, I didn't see any any chases and chops and or fish jumping and that type of thing. A chap was trying to give me some small crayfish the other day. Gee, out of season, tiny. I really don't know. You know, this the habit people have got of, of buying these small crayfish tails and that that uh, it's unbelievable. Um, so unethical. You know, we you just have to know where to draw the line in angling, and I don't know. It's just some people just haven't got it. They, they're never going to get it. I um, have to put our foot down and stop sort of pretending that we're all sort of anglers. And some people will never be anglers as long as they live. Uh, just haven't got the ethical ethical outlook or any type of outlook. The most disturbing, really. But, uh, yeah. Let's see what uh, happens in the week ahead then, chaps. Go well. Tight lines for you all. Thank you, Gary. It's great to have you reporting for us and having your ears on the ground with exactly what's been going on on a daily basis, letting us know what's happening with those birds and whether they are chasing some bait fish. But uh, yeah, at least there has been some sand sharks. I know they're more of the rat kind of sand shark, but there has been a couple of those 30 kilos, which is good and positive to hear. As for that crayfish season, guys, I was chatting with 
Gary after you know we chatted during the week, and we were talking about you know ethics. It it is basic ethics to respect these closed seasons. You know, I keep on going on about it a couple of times throughout the year, and we you know, we have to fish for the future. We have to protect our marine species. If we do not, our future generations will not have these spoils that we do have. So when I was chatting with Gary, I said, you know what, we're not, I know you are disappointed, but we are not going to change everyone. You know, it'll be amazing if we did. But if we are not going to change everyone, and all we can do is change one out of 10 people, you know, there will be a difference. We are making a difference and we will continue to make a difference. So just to reiterate, that crayfish season is closed until the end of February. You are not supposed to be taking crayfish from the 1st of November till the end of February. Guys, if you want crayfish for the future, do not go and take that crayfish out right now. So anyway, that is our conservation aspect and we will keep on hopping on this and we will keep on trying to educate our youth or make a difference to those that aren't adhering to these rules. And, uh, you know, let's try and fish for the future. Now let's move on down to Durban where it is from a bit of disturbing news to a bit of positive news. Guys, we are with Mike V and Brad Krubler. The fishing is amazing. The fishing is phenomenal when it comes to the non-ed side especially down at the basin over this past week and more so especially for that snook action that's been coming out but i'm gonna leave our guys to tell you all about it so guys here is mike v and brad krubler how's it buddy hope everybody's doing well um yeah on the rock and surf side there's been a good couple gray sharks around some nice diamonds up and down the coast the further north you go, the thicker they are. The further south you go, less thick. But yeah, the diamonds are all over. There's been a couple of sandies around, some nice honeys, things I get. Um, when the conditions are right, it's knockout. Um, as everybody knows, Eddington fired absolutely wild. Uh, big sandies up to probably 80 kilos. Uh, from, say, 5 to 80 kilos, it was knockout. In between all that, I saw the guys in a couple of lovely cob around. Uh, some stumpies, grunters, things like that, while the guys were fishing for the sandies and the browns. So, yeah, there was a few edibles around as well in that time. Uh, water has sparked back up to 26.5 the last time I checked it today. <clears throat> and it's, yeah, it's gone a bit quiet, but the fish are still around. As soon as it gets a fraction cooler, I think the game will be on again. Um, with the last couple of days of northeast as well, we should be getting by tonight or maybe even tomorrow night after that big northeast comes through. Um, on the paddle ski side, the snook have been trying beautifully. Uh, a couple of kuta in between the snook and the shallows there, and the guys have been getting some kuta in the deep as well, but it's been mainly all about the snook. Uh, there's been a few small dorado around, some tunny. Uh, tunny not too wild, I only saw two pictures of them, but there have been a few around. Uh, again, on the bottoms, the oaks are getting all the bottom fish that they require. Um, some nice reds, one, two, keelback still around. Um, the albacore got a bit quiet, but I did see a youngster got a beautiful amberjack. So, yeah, there are some lovely fish on the bottom. The bay, um, the couple kingies around, couple spring around, things I get. Good couple grunter being caught here and there. Uh, snapper salmon are still there, but the bay has cleaned up, so it has gone a bit quiet on the snapper and cob side. But the guys are getting grunters and kingies and things I get. And this year, the kingies seem to all be good quality kings. Um, oh, yes, yeah, sorry, and the sea sparks. Uh, sea park. They've been around with all this spreads coming in and out of the bay. Um, I 
we saw some lovely pictures of those like three, four kilo size ones. So yeah, those are also right. Um, guys, go out, have some fun. Shot, enjoy. Well, good day, guys. Brad here, Linsky Fishing Charters. Guys, yeah, fishing over the last week. Yeah, well, guys, we've had northeasters now for, uh, we don't even know how long. So there's been a little bit of current and the water's dropped down in temperature a little bit. Um, game fish, yeah, there's been a couple of dorado out in the real, real deep. Um, bottom fishing as normal, some rock art slingers, soldiers around. But yeah, the most prolific fish this week has definitely been the snook. They've been eating quite well in the shallows, especially with the Blue Lagoon, um, Durban North area. So guys, yeah, so the snook there, there has, I've heard of one or two cooter down on the Sloty side. But yeah, that's about all I can give you at the moment. So guys, yeah, so tight lines, good luck, and speak to you next week. Thank you, Mike and Brad. Great stuff, guys. The Purple Patch in Durban continues. Now for some updates. Well, the latest updates. I was at the Durban Skiboard Club earlier today. The conditions were poised to be great for some non-ed action. And the guys were out. Our friends, Ray, Atika, the, you know, the usual suspects going out and chasing that non-ed action. But unfortunately, the sea was big. Uh, Atika sent me her report at about nine o'clock uh, this evening and you know it it wasn't great at all the sea was warm the water was very warm in fact it's been warm throughout the entire coastline i just checked it out this afternoon it's all sitting at around the 27 degree mark which is pretty warm and uh yeah it's been like that all over and there just unfortunately was no bite so although things were looking quite rosy for the basin this afternoon not too much fireworks uh, did happen however as this west does come through and that water is going to cool off we will have some rods bending over this weekend so stay tuned and watch this post now let's move on up to the north coast where you know what um well wishes to jesse he is in recovery he is not feeling so well at the moment but he will be back soon enough and he did mention to me as well as suvika and a few other of our reporters in the area that there has been some more non-ed action there has been a couple bronze bream there has been a couple cob and that's been coming out from Tongat Mouth all the way up to Salt Rock. Now, moving further up, well, Suvika reported that in Tugela, there's been a lot of small browns, quite a few honeys, and a fair amount of greys. Tindy Manor, unfortunately, not so much news. Blightdale, there has been a few snapper salmon. So, guys... Moving up to Imtanzini Banks, unfortunately I couldn't get through to Nick. However, our other reporters in the area did report that it has been a diamond fest. Now that's the case for Richards Bay and St. Lucia, that whole North Coast stretch. The guys are getting diamonds, they're getting their honeys, they're getting their greys. They, it is non-eds. That's all you're getting out from the rock and surf side. I have not got any reports of uh, edible fish. Uh, but you know what? It is expected at this time of year. So that's on your rock and surf side. If you are going offshore, well, Richards Bay and St. Lucia. Now we know it shifted last week from the 
tuna that's been on the bite into the Dorado. And this past week, it has been a Kuta fest. The Kuta are growing. They all are averaging 20 kilos. Yes, there's a couple bunnies and uh, skipjack in between. But you know what? It's been Kuta all week long. I've been following my social media groups out there. And that's all that's been posted. Now, if you are chasing some bullfish, well, Sodwana, that is going absolutely ballistic at the moment. There has been a fair amount of reports of that bullfish action happening out there. Now, that rounds off our saltwater report for KZN. Moving on to the freshwater, where we have got a variety of species. And as for the trout, not too much action out of the still water side. It's just been more river action. But Yan is going to tell us all about it. And he is going to tell us about it in great detail with the sizes and the water temperatures they have been feeding on. So, guys, here is Yan from the Kingfisher, Peter Maritzburg. Hey there, guys. So the run of good weather continues, and the fishing seems to be picking up, but in some areas better than others. With little in the way of rain, even the summer thunderstorms have backed off a bit. The rivers are finding off and starting to come into play. And I'm also seeing more dusty vehicles than mud-splattered top-to-bottom vehicles on the road currently around here in the Midlands. And so it seems that it's starting to dry here. And almost to the point that I even heard an angler say that if we don't get some more rain soon things might just dry up and head in the opposite direction. But looking at this week's forecast, he might just get his wishes granted, as it seems that we are in for a little bit of a spit in a spot over the next week or so. It might just dampen things down again and cool things off a bit. The river anglers of the Natal Flyfishers Club visited the Bushmans and the Moy River Beats in the week gone past, with some good numbers of brown trout in the 11 to 13 inch, that is 28 to 33 centimetre, and 13 to 15 inch or 33 to 38 centimeter brackets reported. And water temperature was noted at 17 degrees. A little high, but warm, but I suppose to be expected in the current weather. Slightly further afield, the rainbows of the Underberg streams are also starting to produce after the long sulk of some heavy water. It certainly looks like the rivers are starting to behave. And guys, it's time to start polishing those rods and get out there. Note that the upper river beats closer to the berg may still be subject to some storm activity. So keep an ear out for any rumblings from up valley and cast an eye upwards every so often just to watch out for any quote-unquote large cauliflower activity that may herald an approaching storm. And if a storm breaks upstream, the river may be subject to some heavy water coming down, so best to beat a hasty retreat to higher ground. The still water anglers on the trout side, that is, have been rather quiet, and there have been no returns lodged from any of the NFFC trout dams in the past week. A couple of other reports, though. I mentioned that some fly guys tackled bass waters and noted fish up to the 15 to 17 inch, or that is 38 to 43 centimeter bracket. And a bass of that side on light fly tackle will certainly give you a, a solid tug. After the bump in excitement levels, after some good fishing at the recent Joe's tournament at Albert Falls, Reports are that the dam is back to quote-unquote tough fishing, with the odd good fish coming in in the 2 to 4 kilo range, coming out only here and there. Midmar is reported to be fishing much better and has been ascribed and the big temperature difference between the two waters. The surface water temperature Alberts is reportedly still sitting near 30 degrees centigrade. That's cooking, I dare say, even for bass. And while Midmar is some 5 or plus degrees lower, sitting at between 23 to 24 degrees. On the yellowfish front, um, nothing in the small shadow of excitement we had last week on some of the, some of the um, scaly waters, 
But once again, it seems that Stirkfontein is the place to be with some excellent smallmouth yellowfish being reported and taken on dry fly. So tight lines, guys, and do pop into the Kingfisher Madsburg for the best in tackle and advice. Thank you, Jan. What another great report, my friend. Great detail in that. I absolutely love it. I am surprised that there hasn't been any returns from the NFFC on that Stillwater side. But hey, I guess it happens. And at least we've got action on the river end. As for Albert Falls, 30 degrees. I had to listen to that twice. 30 degrees. That is absolutely cooking. Exactly like what you said. And in speaking with what you've said, guys, Jan always says, you know, pop into the Kingfisher for the best in tackle and advice. Now, we're not going to have Jan next week because Jan is going out fly fishing for Granta and, you know, talk about a challenge. Yeah. But when I saw the flies that he has put together, that was truly mind blowing. And I cannot see that not working. You know, so when he's talking about coming in and for the best in tackle and advice, when you get out there, go and get that tackle and advice, but also have a sneak peek at what flies Jan can tie. I mean, I have not seen any flies this exquisite before it is truly something just to marvel at and you know leave alone fish it just to look at his fly tying abilities so yeah and kudos to you and all the best on your trip please do not forget to send us some photos i cannot wait to see the grudge you catch down in the western cape so guys that rounds off our kzn report for this week it is once again looking very promising yes we are pretty tired of this northeasterly but the great news is we are into a west even for a small period we know that easterly is coming back during the middle of next week so while we do have this window of opportunity let's go out and take full advantage but when we are out there guys always remember Keep that fishing area tidy, respect your bag limits, and also respect those closed seasons because, guys, once again, crayfish season is closed and fish for the future. Guys, a special thanks to our sponsors, The Kingfisher. None of this could be possible without them or the expert correspondents from their stores. So always remember to support those that support you, and in this case, The Kingfisher. This show is proudly brought to you by The Kingfisher. The Kingfisher has stores in Hunter Street, Durban, Tackle Center, Durban, Warner Beach, Peter Maritzburg, Kloof, Belito, and now in Salt Rock at the Tiffany's Center.